Hi, I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Zach Luna. This year, Spider-Man finally joins the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Spider-Man Homecoming. But 15 years ago, the friendly neighborhood webhead hit the big screen for the first time ever. Introducing Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the Spider-Man movies one minute at a time. Starting with Sam Raimi's web-slinging debut, we discuss everything from genetically engineered super spiders to wall-crawling heroics. Join us as we navigate the great power and great responsibility behind every single minute of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Spider-Man Minute, available at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back, everybody, to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And uh, and we're 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 running through this week. I, that's what I said. I said it was going to be a, a tight week. I think, I think you and I have been doing this long enough now that like when it's just us, we just we we get right to the point. I was going to say get right to the heart of it, but that's uh, that's what Indiana Jones Men is doing right now. They're getting right to the heart of Temple of Doom, which I which I love um, just because of Temple of Doom. Those guys are great. I had a good time having them on last week. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Minute 139 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, which starts with the kids turning their attention toward the head table, and it ends with Snape cheerfully applauding his house cheerfully i don't know if you can hear the uh sarcasm in my voice there <laughs> cheerfully applauding his house he's just very like you will see you'll yeah. see it yeah um we'll, we'll get to that so mcgonagall taps her glass we said yesterday and, uh, and the kids, Harry and the some of the kids start turning forward. I think this is one of those things where, like, maybe not everyone could hear it, but they're at the head of the table, so they look, and then the kids down the table, they're like, what are they looking everyone at? Everyone notices. And everyone's yeah, yeah. slowly, it like, you get that wave of kids turning. Domino the, effect, kind yes. of. Yes. There you go. So it does work. It does work. And then Dumbledore well, for a different reason. Up. For a different reason. Not because they heard it, but because everyone else's attention was already directed forward. How do you feel about um, Dumbledore's speech? Mm-hmm. Another year. Hey, this is his whole speech. Another year gone. And now, as I understand it, a house cup needs a warding. So like, that's all he has to say about the about the school year. Another year gone. Here's the house cup. Looks like Slytherin. Psych. Poor Slytherin. Uh, did they leave these banners up? Was this, yeah, if this is the end of dinner, it's also kind of messed up. These banners have been up all day. Mm-hmm. All day. Yep. Um, in fourth place, Gryffindor. 
with 312 points. I like this um, kind of smirk that Tom Felton has. We get to see um, Dre. I love that all the kiddos are back. Yeah, we finally, they all are. Everyone's here. Yeah. Uh, Lee Jordan's in the background. Percy's in the background. I think we see um, Oliver Wood at one point. Third place, Hufflepuff. 352 points. And everyone claps. You see, I like this uh, shot of the Gryffindor table, and everyone at Gryffindor table looks so miserable. They're like, even Hufflepuff's ahead of us. Like, da- like damn. Inferior much? I know. Look, look how d- distraught they all are. They're in fourth place. They're really selling it. Really selling it. Second place, Ravenclaw with 426 points. And in first, Slytherin with 472 points. I like just all the reaction shots. This minute is really quiet. Like, it's really slow, but there's a ton of reaction shots. And I just want to say, like, like watch these kids' faces as, as Dumbledore's announcing points. Like, Hermione gets this little, like, side smirk thing. And then Harry just, like, looking down at the table. And, and, and superior looking uh, Draco. It's pretty great. I like it a lot. <laughs> they look so bored. They look so bored. Victoria, I can't do this by myself. I'm so against this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is like my least favorite thing ever. I, it's just... I'm never going to change my mind. The fact that this is... As a, as a school principal, if this is a school, this is still very unprofessional. It shows a blatant favoritism. It's really mean when to go against sh- all these kids you th- that are just okay. kids. And Do it's you just think that awful. Harry and them deserve points for defeating Voldemort? It's kind of like that same problem with should they have gotten points for defeating the troll. It's Well, they only got five points for defeating the troll. Sure, that was only five points and everything, but still. It's the fact that like you still went against rules. You still, like put yourself in danger it still shows that uh as long as like this happens then everything's okay and it sets a bad example to the other kids well i guess it depends on what the school values right does the school value students that play by the rule no the school clearly doesn't value students that play by the rules Mm -hmm. they value students that can apply what they've learned right students that that are unafraid to solve the problem at hand. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird because, like, Harry is successful. And and I think that as a, a, a mentor who is teaching someone and who wants results to get done, like, Harry's being groomed to stop Voldemort. Right. So in that way he's learning what he's supposed to be learning he's learning how to like be a go-getter he's learning to uh follow up on his instincts and like and like put himself in the path between evil and 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 whatever right there's no way it could have been predicted he would have succeeded no no and if he would have failed what would have been well no no we've already discussed this we've already discussed this for harry 
For him, he doesn't have he doesn't really have anything to lose. Well, no, no. Dumbledore knows that Harry's not going to be hurt because it's Voldemort he's going against. He's right. got this protection. He already knows this. Right, but Harry didn't. Well, Harry didn't. Yeah. But I think... Those other kids didn't. You know, Hermione and Ron don't know that. Well, no. They still choose to put themselves in danger. They, and as yeah. we've already said several times, if Harry wouldn't have gone down there, it would have been much better because the stone would have just been in the mirror and not but been then, able to then it at all. But then Voldemort would have still been just leeching off a quarrel. Yeah, but at least, like, he wouldn't be coming back. He, there, there wouldn't have been a problem. I think that as uh, much anyway, or it would have been delayed, or a bunch of de- Harry has uh, little to. Things Harry's like going to have to face Voldemort eventually anyway, right? So I think, I think setting him up to have this showdown mm-hmm. is like a trial run. Like you can't be hurt this time round. Let's put you up against this bad guy while he's still then, too weak to harm going you. Going against him, going against. Voldemort and doing what he did has nothing to do with school and schoolwork. But you're getting school points No, 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 no. See, I think the problem is that we're thinking it as like (coughs) we're thinking of it as like they're at school and they're supposed to be going to classes and but but a a school of magic, I think there's another level of like, not only are they being prepared in, like, the knowledge academic side. But they're being prepared in, like, to be a... He's being prepared... He's being groomed to be, like, a warrior. Right. right? So he... Well, technically a sacrifice, but that's something totally different. Yeah. But but I think that it's a different type of training that Dumbledore's putting mm-hmm. him through. He's still being taught. It's like an obstacle course. Right. But the same... But those opportunity... The opportunity to get that amount of points to put your house at such a advantage isn't an opportunity that's being given to everybody in every house because it's specifically for him because 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 he's the only one who can't get hurt yeah exactly so why that still doesn't seem to be very fair no one else could like do that no one else could have gained that many points and if that was the case then the points should have been added on there so that this wouldn't have happened the fact yes, that yes i think the points should have been awarded before the ceremony cuz this is I, the all dick of move. this is the waiting di- is a until dick move. like announcing who all the who the winner is basically not and only then that doing but it? but don't sit there and tell me that he didn't calculate exactly oh, how we'll talk many about points that. that he needs we'll talk about that to do what he needs to do all of that is we'll very that cool and it's not gonna like and and that's a it's not me looking down on the school it's dumbledore that oh, is yeah. like this is all your choices like what i don't understand what your end game is is this for how this, this happens and I have to pull the book out. Is this how this goes down in the book? Does he read off who all the points belong to? Like, who who the winner is like this? And then... I definitely remember that being a thing. Of Slytherin stuff already being there, and then it's switching to Gryffindor because of, like, added points and everything. I think you're right. That's definitely a Do thing. I have my book? I don't think I have my book with me. Oh, shame on you. I know. How did I forget it? I know, you always have it. I know. No. It's not even a very big oh, here book. It is. Okay, well, it's, it's not a big it. book. It was in the wrong pocket. I don't know if you guys could hear all the rummaging going on in the background, but that was me digging through my backpack looking for my book. Um, 
How did the stone get out of the mirror? Ta alas, earwax. Okay. In the book, in the book, we have um, more of a closing speech. He says, Another year gone. And I think, no, and I must trouble you with an old man's wheezing waffle before we sink our teeth into our delicious feast. See, so it's before the feast. What a year it has been. Hopefully your heads are a little fuller than they were. You have the whole summer ahead to get them nice and empty before next year starts. <laughs> now, as I understand it, the house cup needs a warding, and the points stand thus. Are they the same points? We can find that out right now, too. Here, uh, Gryffindor, 312. Hufflepuff, 352. Ravenclaw, 426. Slytherin, 472. A storm of cheering and stamping broke out. Slytherin table and... Harry could see Draco Malfoy banging his goblet on the table with a... It was a sickening sight. Yes, well done, Slytherin. Well done, Slytherin. However, events must be taken into account. That's messed up. It is. I'm sorry. It just is. Like, whether he deserved those points or not, the way it's all done is really cruel. And these are still just kids. Like, <sighs> sure, there are older years there, and, like, you know, ones that are, like, seventh year, six years, whatever. But those little first years that are, like, 11 years old are going to remember this. And, of course, they're going to be bitter. Because it's like, why is the headmaster doing this? Why was this a choice? I know if I was a little, a little 11-year-old Slytherin, I'd be quite, like, taken aback. Like, oh, like, my principal does not give a crap about you know, my house. Well, and I don't, I think it's because we're not supposed to look at it like that. Right. I guess like, we're, we're following the story through the no, eyes we're supposed of to a couple root of little for Gryffindor. We're supposed well, yeah. to root for the kids. Well, that's but... the way that the story is told. Exactly. But and I, we're analyzing it here. We are. And the messed up thing is, is that that is, this is kind because, of because the way that the points are dispensed and I guess, I guess we'll get into it more when it happens, but it, it's, um, we're we're singling out each of the kids and we're we're awarding them for for their bravery and for the sacrifices mm -hmm. that they did make, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so this is a way to like this is like the medal ceremony at the end of Star Wars. Like we're we're going to honor these characters that have gone above and beyond and done this thing that like stopped the big evil that no one else could have done. The difference is part of the evil isn't there in the yeah. in in the audience. Yeah. Well, I still don't inherently believe that I don't Slytherins think the, I don't are think evil. this no, I don't either. I Again, don't either. it's like you're saying like however many kids this is, like, they're all sociopaths, they're no, all I don't, evil and they're going to go on and do horrible things. And it's just like, no, they're still just kids. They are. They're 11, I don't think 12, they deserve 13 year old freaking kids and but it's just really cruel, and I there's I'm just not gonna like it ever. I'm always just gonna hate this part of the movie, and I, and this is because of doing this show. Like you, <laughs> thank you, show. I'm sorry for doing this to me. So it's like, nah, I don't know. All right. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Hermione looks just as miserable as you do. <laughs> right, but. uh... She's going to change in a minute here, and I'm not. No. <laughs> I think that each of the kids that do earn points, like, I think they deserve these points. I think they do. But I th I think that this isn't where it should have happened. No. Or I don't think it should have been house points. Like, I don't think it should have affected the... the okay, okay. Here's what I'm going to say is, I feel like this should have been, like, um, you know those... Uh, I'm going to hate... I don't watch a lot of sports movies. But you know how in, like a do you know how in sports movies, they're, like, they're... they're 
the the team, the underdog team, we're rooting for this team, and they're this really great, like, oh my god, they're finally going to do it for the first time. Like, they're they have the last the last time out before the game is over and they've just got to make that one last touchdown to get the points and then you have this big rallying moment where like we think they're going to win and then they still don't and you have this sort of heartfelt like oh well like we went for it it was this thing like whatever like right mm-hmm. i don't think that they needed to get house points to like beat slither and i don't care about the house point ceremony yeah. at all but i do think that each of them deserve the recognition that they get right. but i just don't know how you can do it like i think they the book makes like, the house points a bigger deal than the movie. Like does. a house thing to me is something that's like it 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 reflects great Gryffindor. on your Griffin yeah. on Gryffindor. Like to me, it's like okay, like you just happen to have Harry Potter and Gryffindor, so like all of you are just well, gonna like sail, you know, smooth sailing and everything because you have this guy. It doesn't. Well, seem everyone was. Pr- very I mean, fair. I, I think. I, because the other houses they also don't have the same opportunities. They also lost 150 points because of Harry and, and the and the trio earlier, too. Right. So this is just, like, negating them going to see the dragon in Hagrid's hut. Right. If it weren't for them, they wouldn't have lost all those points? Again, like, follow these rules, but unless you're Harry, you're fine. Uh, I don't know. Because there's a lot of instances in which they tell him, like, this should get you expelled several times. Like this should get you expelled, but nope, you're friggin' Harry Potter. If you were anybody else, you'd be, you'd be on your butt out of here, but you're Harry Potter and you're the but, chosen one. So here you go. <laughs> they literally cannot let Harry Potter go. I realize Voldemort will return and darkness will consume the earth. Like they, they, they actually need him here. <laughs> They can't just lock them in a house somewhere. No. Get out of here. No. You're putting all these other kids in danger by being here. but He's putting the world in danger by not being there, though. Either way, it's a bad situation. It's just all a bad situation. It's all a bad situation. Mischief managed. Uh. I just... Yeah, he looks so stone-faced. So Snape, at the very end of this minute, he's like a... Pl- like, Slytherin has won the house cup. No. You know why? Because he knows. He doesn't know yet. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't, because we, we have a reaction shot to talk about in the beginning of Tomorrow's Minute. I'm all like, he's upset. We have a reaction shot mm. that I think proves that he didn't know what was about to happen. Uh, we'll get to that. Why isn't he happy? Because <laughs> he's never happy. He's never happy. He has a heart of, heart of ice. Yep. The heart of ice can't be melted. A soul as black as his cloak. Right. Exactly. <laughs> As black as his greasy hair. I wonder, like, you hear, you hear about people who get, like, really into method acting. Like, he just, like, he's like, I'm just not going to wash my hair for, like, oh, that's gross. this amount of time. It doesn't look greasy. No, to me, greasy is, like, limp and, like... Yeah, the image uh, in the in the um, illustrated edition, that's... He's kind of frightening. It does look greasy and limp and, like, kind of yeah, gross. Yeah. With this, is just kind of very, like, flat... And it's just very black. Yep. And just kind of like doesn't doesn't look necessarily dirty or anything like that. He's only supposed to be 31. Yep, only 31. I, I don't think we talk enough about like how old his parents are supposed to be or like... Well, yeah, if they're the same age as parents, they're all supposed to be... 
You know what? I, I was reading an article the other day. This is off minute, but I was reading an article the other day about Harry using the resurrection stone when he goes to face Voldemort and his parents coming, like being brought up from the resurrection stone. At that moment, he's 18 and his parents are, are the shades of his parents are 21. So he'd be standing there next to them rotters and they'd be the same age as him. Which weird. I think is amazing. Yeah. Weird. Isn't that weird? Or that about the same weird. age. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I understand visually why you didn't do that for the movies, but I think it takes away a lot of the soul of, like, his parents' sacrifice. Because they were, they were young. Mm-hmm. They were really young. Yeah, I mean, like, this is, like, their first child. They just had She was 19? Yeah. I think when he was born. That's crazy. Mischief managed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was everything I had for this minute. All right. All right. Cool. Everybody who's listening, you guys can find us on uh, DuelingGenre.com along with a bunch of other Movies by Minute shows. Uh, you can join us on Patreon if you uh, want more Harry Potter Minute content. We do a weekend edition called The Quibbler every weekend over on Patreon.com slash HP Minute. Um, that'll continue through the hiatus, even though we're going to be wrapping up this show in the next uh, next week. Um, so follow us there for more Harry Potter goodness and uh, join us tomorrow to round out the week with minute 140 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mischief Mischief managed.